Not breaking news. Last week's geek news through the lens of three friends with opinions, theories, and fan castings. This is Geek Speak last week. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Geek Speak last week. I am Ed. I'm here with my co-hosts. Brian, say hello. What's going on, everybody? Tone, say hello. What's up, guys? And we are here to talk about the news that has dropped in the last week um, and also get into some scary movie stuff. So I guess we'll start right off with uh, a couple of pieces of news that have come out in the last week. They did drop the uh, the stuff for Cowboy Bebop Lost Sessions. Um, that footage was really cool. I mean, it was I, like a little teaser. It was it was definitely like a little teaser. It was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Like finally getting to see them in action and hearing them talk and the banner between them and seeing the swordfish at the end and the Bebop. Yeah, like just seeing everything like it has that sin city feel yeah the the stylization of that short clip was very cool like how they would take the yeah. panel the comic book panel <clears throat> style and just and then grab it, it and make it three-dimensional and keep pet like turn at one point he my just favorite part was when he yeah into like into like something to fight with which was very cool i just i thought the whole thing was and again i come in completely knowing nothing about it, but that got me interested enough where I'm definitely looking forward to watching the show. So uh, if that's what the show is going to be about, I'm 100% in. And if that's what the yeah, anime that's, is, that's... I'm watching the anime as well. Yeah. Well, that's Ed, pretty much... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for people like you that don't know anything about it, the anime is on Netflix right now. Yeah. Okay. They dropped that too. Yeah. It dropped what over the weekend, right? Yeah. Because I actually, I was watching something on Netflix, and as soon as I finished watching what I was watching, the first thing that came up was, oh, you might like Cowboy Bebop. And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> I said the same thing. I was scrolling through something, and it was like, new to Netflix, Cowboy Bebop. I was yeah. like, yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> yep. I was like, yo. I, I don't own the series. that show. I have never, I've so never good. owned it. I don't know why I need to own it because I own the movie, but mm -hmm. I, I, it's like, oh, well, thank you. You just put me off from buying it again for at least another couple of years. So because I know this is going to be on as long as you have the, your live action one on. So yeah. it looked really good. Real, and they were really good as their characters, actually. Yeah, they they looked good. Like, yeah, like they fit Mustafa and Shakira like his movements fit Spike. So that's what I was worried about. But he looked like Spike. Yeah, they 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 all looked good, and I'm excited. Yeah. I'm way more excited than I was because <laughs> this was still one that I was like, mm, I don't know. I know they everything looks good, but you can make everything look good, and then it'd still be shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. Yeah, yeah, I mean, going going into it with no nothing else besides just seeing that that clip, I was impressed. I was like, this is really cool. See, and that's yeah, what I'm happy about. When you sent the text, like, I'm going to watch this now. 
Yeah. Like, he's like, I was definitely going to watch this. I was like, they have succeeded. They, yep. then they what, that's, that's what's getting me like very happy is that it's bringing in people that have nothing like to like, they don't know anything about Cowboy Bebop. But guess right. what? They're going to watch this show and then they're going to be like, oh, this is an anime. Cool. Let me go check that out. Yeah. And they're going to be blown away because that is one of the best anime series of all time. Hands down. Of all time. Yep. Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to it. Um, we also got a trailer for the new Uncharted game, game, well, movie that it's made off of the game, uh, the yes. video game, which I, another thing I've never really got into. I know about them and that's about it, but so, I've never played the game. So, but even with knowing nothing, it looks fun. It looks entertaining. Yeah. Again, I'm not I'm not invested in it, but I'll check it out when it comes out. I love those games because story-wise, some of the best like cinematic moments in gaming. That like the people at Naughty Dog, they know how to make cinematic games. Yeah, they basically make movies that you play. Yeah, which is why when they said, "Oh, Uncharted movie," yep. Yes. Yeah, it, 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 that's a simple translation. That's yeah. a simple translation. Um, there's a lot of people, like, I saw a lot of hate for this trailer, which I don't understand. Like, I like a lot of people want Nathan Fillion to play Nathan Drake, which I understand. He's He is Nathan Drake if you've played the games. There's a but, there's a YouTube there's a YouTube short movie, too, where he actually yeah. does play the character. And but Stephen Lane plays Sully. Maybe he didn't want to do it. Exactly. Like, he could be like, I'm too old for this. Like, for some of the stuff that we see Tom Holland doing in this trailer. And also, if you're starting a franchise that you want to go on for, like, maybe 10, 15 years, you want to cast young. And I agree. Tom Han, who actually looks like a young Nathan Drake, in my opinion, I, a lot of people are saying he doesn't. I, I'm, I see it. It's like, exactly it, like him. He looks exactly like Nathan Drake. <laughs> like so, and it seems like they're pulling a lot of stuff from the fourth game because they're talking about his brother a lot. Um, but I'm excited. I like Mark Wahlberg as Sully, even though I wish it was uh Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Bruce Campbell would have been good, but I, I I think I my my choice would have been my choice would have been Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh my God, yes, that would have been amazing because he would have fit the because he already does the mustachio cigar. Yeah, and he's got thing that really like well. you know the cigar in the mouth. Like and he'd, he'd be so. he'd be perfect for it, yeah. like that age Sully. Just but that said, I do like what I saw from Mark Wahlberg being Sully. Like I feel like he can pull it off. Um, every like I think everybody looked good. Antonio Banderas in there playing the villain like it looks like a fun action adventure movie which we have not had this kind of movie in a while because even the Tomb Raider movies are not that good no I like the remake movie but it's even that was still like okay but it's still this is origin I need like I need the thing is now I need her to go on an adventure the only reason we get that that remake movie is because the Uncharted games because that's why they made the remake oh i know i know based off it's like (laughs) i know i know and those and those games those games needed a reboot though oh yeah and 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 that reboot did really well they made them 
a lot more cinematic because of the oh, yeah. Uncharted games. Like, but all games have become unchar- um become cinematic because mm-hmm. of those. Yep. Because of those, those and God of War basically said, "Listen, this is how you make a game that people will want to just completely play through, no matter what you're doing, because you don't play those games for just specifically for the gameplay." You no. play those games to get to the next cut scene to find out what the hell is going on in the story, believe it or not. Yeah, and the and, gameplay in the because, first Uncharted. Yeah, yeah and, and, and 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 the same thing with a lot of those games. So I, I, I wholeheartedly ag- agree. My thing is this, and I'm and then we can go get off right here. I want to say this on the podcast though. Mm-hmm. I love Tom Holland as a young Nathan Drake. But maybe we can still get Nathan Fillion as an older Nathan Drake. So, like, in maybe the second or third movie, he's actually telling a story. Like, in the second movie, he's telling the story. And then in the third movie, we get something where it's an adventure that he actually has to go on that has to connect back to an adventure that Tom Holland went, Tom Holland's Nathan Drake went on as a young Nathan Drake. So we're getting so, equal parts of both of them in the story because we're literally having a flashback. We're seeing that first adventure mm-hmm. with Tom Holland, but we're seeing this current adventure with Nathan Fillion's Nathan Drake going on. And he's old, not old and crotchety, but like, yeah, he's he's been out of it for a bit. Got so the what, kid if, and everything. what if we get that in this movie? Like, we don't know. Yeah, they could, could have something actually done something in hundred percent hidden, ridiculous like, in Hollywood, and kept a secret. Yeah, like that could be one of those things where, like, he went in, filmed like a quick scene where he just starts the movie off and then ends the movie just because he's sitting there telling the story, and then it'll be like, oh shit, he is Nathan Drake. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'm not gonna get my hopes up for that, but no, 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 <laughs> but but but. If it does happen, I called it. We called it. <laughs> we called it. I'm, I'm t- right I'm, here. I'm, I'm, he speaks last. We called it. I'm, I'm putting that down right now because if that happens, that's like the second time that I have called some shit for something happened. The first one I called Tone was for the animated, the new DC animated ones. Right. You mm-hmm. did say that. I was like, mm-hmm. That would be really cool if that. And that was a Halloween episode too. <laughs> that was the long Halloween and it happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Rock on, Brian. Rock on. I don't pat myself on the back bunch, but hey, when I do, I'll be the last to <laughs> about it. Uh, we also got some news about the Smallville animated series that's going to be coming soon. Um, following Tom Welling uh, from the show, he's going to be, I guess, voicing it, and it's going to be about him right after i guess picking up right after the last episode of smallville where he finally dons the suit and becomes superman it's a product of its time it's a product of what they were able to do back then but i think overall it was done really well and i think tom welling was a great superman um great clark kent because he really wasn't superman Mm -hmm. but uh all the other people that were the the prime cast that they were all really really well Cast in it. I mean, Michael Rosenbaum was a great Lex Luthor. I thought. Yeah, I think um, he's coming back too. Girl, they, that would be amazing. And uh, obviously, uh, her name was Erica Durant, the girl who played Lois. I thought yes. she was fantastic. Lana Lang, she was really good in the show. 
We won't be getting any Chloe. Mom, Pac. No, I don't think so. No Chloe, <laughs> unless we'll they're going Chloe. to visit her in uh, Arkham. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we then. might, we might, we won't be getting her back, but we might get the character. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they would handle that because it's an animated series and it doesn't actually have to look like her. Yeah, I mean, but, it could I look mean, like her and then just have it be a different voice actor. Yeah, even bringing her character back would just, like, it would be in the back of your mind, I think. I don't know. They may bring her back. Who knows? Well, my I question mean, is is whether they're going to follow the the uh, the comics. Because there was a whole mm-hmm. couple years worth of comics. Where I think they went, where they went for, like, season 11, season 12, and season 13, or something like that. But they basically went on going after the show. And they had their version of Batman. They had their versions of, yep. of of all kinds of other characters. So I'd like to see if they're going to follow that or if they're just going to do their own version of what happens after. I mean, there's no official word on that, but I would assume they're probably just going with their own, their own stories, not following the comics is what I would think. But so, I have no idea. so far, they said. Tom Welling and Mike and Michael Rosenbaum are the only ones signed on. Okay. But those are the ones you need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um uh Alfred Go and Miles Miller are both coming back to the show also. Okay, so that's good. You've got the creators on board. The, the so creators that, that are back. Me, yeah, yeah, that that's worth it. Um, and I mean yeah, just like it's so seems- many possibilities. It seems like this was something that Rosenbaum and Welling were pushing for. Like, it seems like from what I'm reading in this uh, article that they were the ones that pushed for it and they were the ones pitching it to Warner Brothers. So it's awesome that they want to get back to these characters because they were both great. And like, I was really sad not to see them reprise those characters anywhere else, except for when we saw Tom Welling get to be Superman again in a, the crossover episodes and he wasn't even crossover. superman he was clark because yep. he said yeah. he depowered himself and i was yep. like yeah okay but no it would have been cool to see him in the suit um yeah, yeah but you know it just didn't happen um yeah so i'm i'm excited for that i'll check it out when it comes out just because i did like i said i was a fan of that show when it was out and who knows what they're going to get into like you said they could follow the, the comics um, they could go off on their own, but I'm sure they're going to be able to tell some cool stories now. So I'm excited for that. Uh, the other thing that we wanted to touch on was the Injustice animated movie that Brian was able to watch. Um, I'm, I'm not, so I'm not I'm even doing a review. review. This is a public service announcement. <laughs> <laughs> don't watch that movie if you've played the game or read the comics or both. Just don't do it to yourself. If you haven't, I mean, I guess you can watch it. I mean, but it, it's not even that it was horrible. It just, it needed to be two movies. And they condensed it into one. If they had later, I mean, I literally saw, I cracked the code watching the movie. I'm watching the movie going, this is stupid. You should have had the first movie be the comics. And then the second movie be the game. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, everything I've heard so far is they crammed too much into one movie. 
So you have to, so they even, so it ends up making it so that they changed or they omit whole plot points from the game. Yep. Not just characters, not just, you know, whole plot points. Like, okay. Netherrealm made this whole thing about we needed to real, we needed to make a reason why regular characters like Batman and whatnot could stand toe to toe with Superman. So there is a thing in the game where the characters where where they're like they made they've created basically a super soldier pill, a, a superhero, and it gives you super strength for limited amounts of time. It, it, it's like it's like the miraculo job drug, but longer. And freaking Batman's resistance steals a bunch of them. Yeah. So that at any given time that they need to fight against Superman and Wonder Woman and Flash and everybody else, hey, pop a pill and they can do it and they can stand it. That no pill in a movie, no pill, none, what? nothing at all. So how do they get around that? They, they, they don't. They don't. Wait and, and stop. So they cut out one of my favorite parts from the comic. I know what you're gonna say. I said that before I sat down. I said there's not gonna be no Alfred scene. Yeah. That's yeah, one of the mm-hmm. best parts of that comic book. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no, when he's no, like, no, you don't know, get your hands off pill. my boy. And he yeah, beats the no shit pill. out of him. Yeah, because there's no pill. Because there's no pill. <laughs> what? Because there's no pill. And yeah, I, 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 don't, exactly. I don't need to see, I I said, need to see the movie. And, and they, even, they, even, they even slightly addressed it for a moment because Batman takes a swing at Superman and breaks his hand. And I'm like, okay, all right. So now let's get the and drug. Like, so pill. Uh-huh. Here's the pill. There's no pill. I will, what's going on with the pill? So yeah, that, that's just what I'm saying. They really, 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 really should have just broken this up into two movies and had the first movie cover the comics. You could have literally had an hour and a half to cover five years worth of all that stuff that happens or, or whatever. Just, just that. And then the next movie literally covers the story of the game because the game is itself it's all, a story. It's a lo- it's not long, but it's a story, a full fleshed out beginning, middle, and end story. Three acts. I can't even say this movie had three acts. Like it, it, it yeah. So don't, don't you 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 hear how upset Tone is getting about this, and it's not even just because of that scene. It's just because there's so many things that. So we don't get the Harley Quinn Black Canary scene. No, hell no. Black Canary's not even in the fucking movie. What? This is what I'm saying. 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 So they basically butchered the entire thing. So much. Story-wise. Do we get the Nightwing scene? Of course you get that. That, That's like because that that literally is the moment where half things just, just go completely. Yeah, yeah, that's but, that's the gut punch of that book. Um, but again, yeah, big big things that are being omitted doesn't make any sense. Do they kill characters that start that that are that are alive at the beginning of the game? Like, I just don't. They conveniently have people just disappear from the story. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, it it hurt, it hurt. And every time they did one of these things, I literally was like, but why, like. That character actually means something later on. What are you doing? But why? It, that that was pretty much. So when I made the joke of what they did to this story was unjust, 
I wasn't kidding in any sense of the word. Like, it's just bad. Like, we could talk about this afterwards, but I don't want to go on any further. I don't even want to get, like, just don't. It's, oh, my God. <laughs> it's so, anything you ask me about that story, I'm going to break your heart. So don't ask me that. I'm serious. Um, I was more or less uh, wondering, after you watched it, were you still as turned off by the art? Was it still just not fitting and all the stuff in the that you had beginning, said before? It really was. But but once they actually got into action, it didn't look that bad. But I also think it's it's the the character designs are overly complicated for the series in general. I've always felt that way. Some of them do come off looking rather cool, but for the yeah. most part, the character designs are just overly the, the armored look is just like it's necessary for certain characters and unnecessary for others. And it looks it just, good for a fighting game. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So but to try and translate that in an animated form, you lose a lot of those oh, subtleties yeah. and all that, all of the like the stuff that actually makes those looks look cool. They're, they're just gone. So Batman ends up being just black and gray with a bunch of lines and like the armor. Thing. And because of the way the angular look of the art style, it just don't look right. It just doesn't look good. Raven looked good. Cyborg looked cool. Leave it that that it sounds like this was one you can pass, guys. If you don't want to be, I love their movies. Oh, I love those animated movies, even the ones that people dislike. I have liked, like, even the killing joke. I get what you're, I get why people are upset with that movie, but I still enjoyed the rest of the movie. The part Mm -hmm. that everybody hate, I hate it too, but I enjoyed the rest of that movie. Yeah, but cow, oh my god, (laughs) so Brian didn't like it. I don't think he liked it at all. Mm-mm. This is how we're going to be later in this episode. Oh, you are absolutely <laughs> correct. Um, <laughs> so moving on, uh, we also got some news today that the villain has been cast for HBO Max's Batgirl movie. Or and a villain. A, a villain. We don't know who the villain is, but it's the villain of the movie. And Brendan Fraser is cast. No, we know who he's playing. They did Firefly. He's Firefly. Okay. Oh, it didn't say that in there. I saw it on a, a different post about him. Being oh, Firefly. okay. So he's playing Firefly. I didn't know that. The, the, the post that, or the, the article I read said it was an undisclosed role. So, okay. Well, he's playing Firefly. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, but it, I we talked briefly about it, how it's odd that he's also in one of their HBO Max shows, uh, Doom Patrol, although well, he is they don't. only in a flashback. But yeah, he's, still, he's basically a voice. They don't. They don't care. No, they, no don't. they don't. They don't care about anything. They don't care about continuity in their stuff. They don't care about no. us either. No, no. As they no. prove with injustice, yeah, exactly. they don't really care about us. Yeah, exactly. it's. Uh, I like Brandon Fraser though, so I mean, hopefully yeah. he'll he'll be good in the movie. Um, I have very little faith in the whole thing, but I do like him a lot, and the fact that he's got this like kind of resurgence going on is kind of cool. Because he fell off the map there for a while, and now he's back apparently. So, I would, I would love for them to, if they are going to do this Batgirl thing, they do sort of like, not the actual Bat Batgirl of Burnside, but that sort of feel where she's in a part of Gotham that's like 
under like un, not just under but like under just no one's looking out for them except for her and then he comes along and he's trying to burn people out on some insurance crap and so her the rest of her movie the rest of the movie is her trying to stop him okay yeah that could work i don't know i i i, I don't know what the movie's going to be about nope. on and i just i have no I have no faith in it, <laughs> but that's most DC live action stuff. But hopefully it's good, and hopefully Brendan Fraser is good in it because I like him. So anyway, <laughs> what's next? Uh, next on the list, we wanted to talk about the new trailer for the Shutter original movie Horror Noir. Oh, I'm all about that. Yeah, it looks good. Looks it's another anthology. Another anthology. Um, this one centering on all African American stories which is cool and um it's written by a husband and wife duo okay i didn't know that and the uh writer of the book horror noir that also they made that shutter also made a documentary yeah i watched on. the documentary he's uh an executive producer on this okay i know he's a consultant on this so this is I all mean, like connected to all that like it's supposed to be connected to that too so I wonder how much influence he had on what they were doing in this movie. I mean, a lot of the people that were in the documentary are in the movie. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of like just people you see in horror movies, a lot of black people you see in horror movies. Yeah. In this, I, I need great. this in my life very badly because the last horror anthology, you know, that was about African-American people about my folks is just, it just hurt me. I shouldn't <laughs> say it hurt me. It was just disappointment because yeah, it didn't it? have the fun of a Tales from the Hood. Oh, yeah. It felt more like a. It, it felt. It felt more like not like it felt more like a Tales from a Dark Side type thing. Ow. Like it wasn't. It wasn't. Ow. It was like too serious. Which one is this? Tales from the Hood three. Okay. Yeah. Never saw yeah. it. They need to be fun. It's not, it, it, and some of the stories aren't bad. It's just it, there's like no fun to them. Like the stories in the second one weren't as good as the first one, but they were still there was still fun to them. There was that there was an irony to them, and there was a there was just a fun to the movie, mm. but not this one. Yeah, the third one doesn't have that, huh? I listen. If the script couldn't get Keith David to come back, that's true. Then, then no. No. Yeah, and that's that's uh that's one of the big draws. Well, he was taking over obviously in the second and, one, but the fact that he wouldn't come back for a third, that kind of tells you what it is. So Yeah. He was he and he was I liked him. Shit, I almost lost my mind what, when he finally said noir. this shit. The horror noir, the thing that got me excited is seeing Rachel True in a movie again. I love mm -hmm. Rachel. Mhm. I've been I've had a huge crush on her forever. And the fact that she's in this, I'm like, oh man, this is cool. I haven't seen her in a while. Mm -hmm. So that'll and be cool. This is out in just a couple of days on the uh it'll be out in time for Halloween this weekend. Uh it comes out October on Shutter. 28th. Yep, October 28th on Shutter. And the documentary is still on there too. So if you Don't want to do, do like free a... trials, I yes, they do. To... I might have to do a 30-day free trial. Yeah, I mean it's worth it because that. There's plenty of awesome documentaries on there. That documentary is one of them. Like, it's very good. 
but there's a lot of other really good uh, horror documentaries on there. How but I mean, do a little double feature of horror noir, the documentary, and then the movie. How, mm-hmm. how much is that a month? It's like five, six bucks. It's not one of the expensive ones, as far as I remember. Oh, well, shit. It's one of those things that I did it once and like completely forgot about it. But like every time I like I still have it. So anytime I want to watch something on Shutter, Yeah, I I think that might be something I end up doing and surprising the crap out of my daughter, uh, out of out of my out of my kid. They come away. Guess what? Guess what? (laughs) Yeah, we got (laughs) Shutter now because they know all about Shutter because they watch a lot of horror stuff. Like a lot of horror videos and stuff. So, so yeah, they're always telling me, "Oh yeah, this is on Shutter, and this is on Shutter, and this is on Shutter." And I'm like, "We don't have Shutter. How do you know about all of this?" Stuff? <laughs> That'll make them very, very bad happy. Yeah, I'm yeah. definitely gonna gonna pick it up too, just because right around Halloween, I, I want to watch other stuff. So, and they're it, one of the few streaming services that has Halloween on it. <laughs> the first original movie. The original. Okay. All right. Well, cool. You know the good no. one. <laughs> the good one, unlike the one we're going to talk about now. Yay! Um, <laughs> so now we are going to talk Halloween about kiss. Yay! Halloween Kills. Um, Brian has still not seen it, correct? I'm not stupid. He's right. <laughs> He's right. We're just as bad as the people in this movie. I told you. Uh, I told you. Come. I'm gonna watch it when it all comes out, and watch it from the comfort of my own home, so I can just sit there and talk as much actually, about it while it's going on as I that's want. That's probably gonna be worse for you. Actually. Why? Because I can always shut Cause it you're off. Because you're gonna watch all three of them at the same time. No, I, no, I won't. You crazy? I don't have time like that. I'm gonna watch one, and then like the next weekend, I'm gonna watch another one, and then maybe like <laughs> a month later. <laughs> And then five years after, later, after I've forgotten the first two, I'm gonna watch the third one. Yeah, do yourself a favor, don't watch any of them because, yeah, this yeah. this was atrocious. I mean, brutal in two again, ways. Yeah, it, Michael Myers was very brutal in this movie, which is not what Michael does usually, but then just the movie itself was just brutal and horrible. The people in this movie were very, some of the, very some of the dumb. dumbest. Some of the dumbest characters in horror movies that I've seen in a long, long time. Yes. That's and, saying a lot because characters in horror movies aren't, uh, you know, yeah, universally known didn't. for their intelligence. So, so exactly. Brian, you know, you're coming up against the antagonist of your movie. And, like, you see your partner dead on the ground. You think you'd run, right? <laughs> nope. You walk towards him and say, "Hey, Michael's home. He came home, Michael." Something like along those lines. Very bad. But evil dies tonight. That's all you need to know about this movie. But he didn't. They say it that didn't. line. Evil Baby, did not die tonight. Got to be a, at least a hundred times. It has to be. I don't. I need to know an, an official count. I'm pretty but sure it's, it's out there. Everybody says the exact same thing about the movie. They're all all the characters are all saying the same thing in different verbiage. It's all we have to get them, we have to stop them tonight. We that's, can't let them take that's over the town. Everything thing. like and it's brutal. It's so fucking they make bad. Tommy Doyle one of the most unlikable characters. Yeah, he's terrible. He's 
he's completely unlikable in this movie. You like, and you start out, you like him when you first see him, and then it just it's just completely downhill from there. He's just stupid, just beyond stupid. Stupid, and he's just his character is just a he just stirs up a riot. Typical, much. just bro dude. He's awful. He sucks. And he's yeah, he's an asshole. Like he really is. He's an asshole. And I mean, to be honest, like the rest of the people in the movie are pretty fucking dumb, but he is like just a shitty person, and you don't ooh, care. Ooh, 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 ooh. Let me guess. Let me guess. And because he's such an asshole. We are stuck for with him throughout the majority of the film until he finally dies. He is the actual main protagonist of this film because Laurie Strode is barely in it. He's kind of sidetracked in the movie because she gets an injury during the last movie and that picks up exactly like right off of the end of the of the I'm, 2018 movie. I'm good. So she's I'm good. I don't need to sideline most of it. I don't I don't yeah, need she's to see barely in the movie. And they even just cut the legs off of that too. It's like, okay, she's no longer necessary for the plot at all. Oh yeah. It, it you, the fact that she, he was coming after her. No, not really. He was just trying to go home. That's the entire Why? new, that's the reason that's Michael kills people. Thing. Yes. Because he's trying to get home and you're in his way as he's trying to get back to his house. Mm-hmm. Even though he these was are, in his house at one point things. in this movie. Well, I want to know what's going to happen now because he's at his house. And the next movie is going to skip ahead four years. So what's going to happen for these four years? That I don't I don't know either. I mean, I, I, I don't even care, to be honest, but I don't know. It's the movie is just a fucking mess. It's a but mess. You're going to see it, but you're going to go see the next one. Of course I am. It'll be free on Peacock, so I'll watch it. I'm going to go um, see it because I I hate myself. <laughs> I mean, there are things in this movie Tone that are likes pain. Funny. That's she true. Likes pain a lot. <laughs> like when one of the characters pulls a gun on him and accidentally gets the gun hit in into a car door and she shoots herself in the head. That it was makes funny. no sense. It was cool. But it makes absolutely no sense. Like that again, they turned him into John Wick. Yeah. Because some of the shit he does, you're like, no. Like I expect that in a John Wick, like crazy action movie, not in a horror movie. Right. And that move, I don't know how they could see that was going to be anything but people laughing because you and I both said we laughed out loud when we watched it oh yeah there were parts in this movie that i should not have been laughing at that i was laughing out loud Mm -hmm. i mean that's how dumb these people are that's the main one there's one smart character in this movie and he dies in the very beginning of it of course and even i don't i didn't like the fact that they even like changed it's more the editing and the pacing of the movie where everything he's doing is very quick. Like yep. Michael and Myers is anything but quick. He's not. Yeah. It, it was just so bad. And then the whole hospital scene with that mob running, there's a point, Brian, where there's a mob running through the, the cause they stirred up into this vigilante mob that they're all going to go after 
Michael, because evil dies tonight. Got to say it every time. Evil dies tonight. Um, and the police are there. They do nothing about this vigilante mob running through this this hospital, chasing after someone who is obviously not Michael Myers. He is smaller. From he looks like the penguin. He looks like the penguin. So if you see this guy, that's like really like he's not towering over any, and he's actually running from you all. You really think that's Michael Myers? Yeah, exactly. And no, but that's not the worst part of this whole scene. The worst part of this whole scene more is that there's a part where they're running through the stairwells and someone runs by laughing like the Joker. (laughs) Legitimately Joker crazy laugh. And it's like, these people are crazy. Like this is, and they're trying to make it like, oh, Michael turned us into monsters. No, you people were already monsters because this happened without Michael having anything to do with any of you. But that's the other thing that's so fucked up about this. We, as an audience, I mean, give give your audience a little bit of credit. I see what they were trying to do. It was mm-hmm. dumb. It was awful. But you don't also need at the end of that scene where they basically like, in their mob mentality, terrorize this guy to jump out of a window because he's a mental patient who's being, you know, chased down. And he clearly yep. isn't the guy that they're looking for. But afterwards, you need to have one of your characters say, oh, now Michael has turned us into the monsters. It's like, first of all, jerk off. He didn't do anything because he's not even fucking here. You guys are idiots. And secondly, we don't need you to tell us that because we see it on the on the goddamn movie that that's what's happening. Like, uh, it's just so everything about it's bad. There's, and then there's the whole other point that they're pushing of he's terrorized us for 40 years. Right. Even though he's been in lockdown for 40 years and almost maybe, nobody in maybe the Maybe Laurie Strode's family has been terrorized for 40 years yes. because she was fucked up about that whole thing and she passed it on to her family. It but, sounds like the writers forgot that they were trying to ignore all those other movies. And forgot that they were not making him supernatural. Yeah, because this is just crazy. Like he, he gets, gets shot, shot like in the chest like six times and just keeps and he going. just like shakes it off and walks, walks like he's together. wearing uh Wakandan battle armor. <laughs> yes, yes. It's like so there's stuff that happens to him. You're like, and it also does the thing several times in the movie. It does the thing that I fucking hate. If you have a group of people who are surrounding a person that they're trying to go after, why are they running at them one at a time? Because it was an action movie. Because that's what they do in action movies. It's just... It's legitimately... Anybody who says that the other entries in the Halloween franchise are bad, just don't. You can't can't say this is better than any of them. It's... Even the 2018 one, although I hate it, I really do. There's some things I like in that movie i guess Mm -hmm. or i like it more than i like this i could say this movie i actively fucking hate it's yeah it's it's not like the kills are the only thing that are good in this and they don't fit michael myers though they're jason Voorhees kills yes and the fact that there are still people who were like oh it was awesome because he killed a lot of people okay well that doesn't make a movie that doesn't make a a compelling movie or a good horror movie you know how many people they killed in the exorcist? Because not a lot. No suspense. Nope. 
<laughs> nope. No, you don't need a lot of kills to make a great harm. No. I mean, even the first movie, what did he kill? Four, he didn't kill a lot of people five, in the first movie. He four, killed baby. the two other babysitters, the boyfriends. Boyfriend, the guy in the beginning. Yeah, there's not a lot of on-screen kills. people. Yeah, and the fact that they're just acting as if this is like this is cool that he just goes around and kills people that's not a, that's not a movie that's what it, but that's not. what people want they just want the blood and gore now i guess and if you think about it there wasn't even a whole lot of blood in that first movie i mean on this knife and stuff no, like and, that you in this one there was a lot oh tons uh, tons and like i don't know man i just so like, I can so, do suspension so of disbelief. What you're saying is that you both absolutely can't wait for the next one. Yep. Can't wait. I'll be there with bells on. I'll watch it again. Just I'm a completionist, so I'm going to watch it. I mean, but I, I watched, already know that I'm going to hate it. So I watched other really movies in the series that I didn't think were great. But like this one is really fucking bad outside again, outside of the kills. But it's like, that's not what I want in this movie. Like if I wanted like brutal kills. I would watch Saul. Yeah. Or and I mean, your other characters should be engaging and have story arcs and development. Your this protagonist should be likable. Yeah. And I mean, if you already set up the fact but they're that they're just there to ki- they're just there to watch. They're, they're just there to watch him kill things i mean yeah and honestly like they're all set very up dumb 2018 movie that laurie strode and her daughter and her granddaughter are the protagonists of this movie in this that's i mean i guess judy greer is a little bit I just, no, tommy doyle was the protagonist in this movie really yeah because he was the one in there the most and it was like again a character they ruined and anyway they should have got paul rudd to play him anyway <laughs> true at least then like uh, at least it's a guy i like paul rudd you know? probably looked at the script and was like no yeah he was like no nah, i'm good thanks I, i'll do this ghostbusters I'll, movie i'll go do a, a fun movie <laughs> yeah exactly i can't shrink movie. down grow giant or wear a proton pack no i'm good <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's that fucking bad that's how bad this movie's bad and there will yep. be a lot of people who like it. And oh, there already are already a lot of people that too. are saying it's the best one out of all of them. It's like, I don't know how. I don't understand that. Uh, but again, I don't like it. You didn't like it. And I'm assuming when you eventually get around to watching these movies, you're not going to like it either, Brian, because it's not good. Um, I'll just wait and be the judge of that in the next maybe... <laughs> Five years. Five to ten years. Five to ten years. All right. So, well, everyone mark your calendars down for five years. We'll do a recap of this franchise with Brian. Yes. I think we're done with Halloween Kills because I don't want to talk about it anymore. We've talked about it more than we should have. Let's talk about some good Halloween movies, some good movies that take place on Halloween. And that's what we're going to do now. We are going to get into our top three movies to take place on Halloween. And or leading up to Halloween. I actually have a list this time. Ooh, he's prepared. Yeah. All right. You don't have to sit and think about it the whole time as we go down the go down our picks. That's no, good. no. 
keep messing with me, I'm going to throw in a, like nine honorable mentions. <laughs> That's okay, because I'll probably have like 20 honorable mentions. There you go. I have I have quite a few on my list. But oh, I'm sure you do, Ed. I wasn't go- I'm not going to get into all of them. I'm just going to go for the three in the honorable mention. So right. I guess we will, as we have before, we'll start with you, Tone. All right. Honorable mention. I'm wearing the shirt. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh, you butthead. <laughs> I love those books when I was growing up. And when they finally Everybody. made a movie, I went and saw it. I love the movie. It's fun. It's like that is another one of those horror movies you show to a young person that you want to get into horror. Yeah. Like it's not. I mean, it, there's some scary parts in there like some of those creatures are terrifying mm-hmm. but like it's a good my first horror movie type thing like mm-hmm. it's very good it takes place on Halloween uh, they cover a couple of stories and they leave it open for a sequel which I really hope they do make because I want more yeah that, that I did enjoy it and I was expecting like within a year or two, we would have heard that they were making another one because it did fairly well. Yeah. So I was expecting to get another one, but I guess that's not happening. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, who knows? It's true. We it could could eventually get one coming soon. Um, you want to go next, Brian, or do you want to actually you're going into your number three? My number three. Hell House LLC. All right. I knew it was going to be on the list, but I wasn't sure who was going to have it. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, there's a lot of those haunted house uh, Halloween movies cut, like that came out in the last couple of years. But mm-hmm. Hell House, I think, was the best of all of them. Yeah, Hell House it's was got, really like, cool. That found footage thing, and it was just creepy. And it looks like it's something that they actually found the footage of and were just playing for you. Yeah. Like there's parts where I was like, is this real? Like, is it? And I actually just found out the place that they filmed that is in PA. Oh, really? And uh, one of my friends, uh, Steph, the one that used to go to comic book club with us, Ed, mm-hmm. she went there over the, uh, she saw it when she was, uh, up in around like the Jim Thorpe area and she went okay. in and like her and her dad went there and they like checked it out and she said it was really cool. Yeah, because I think in the in the movie they say it's like they say New York. Upstate New York or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, because they're they're like coming from the city and, and they had like a one that was that was in the city that did well. So then they were trying to go into the into the yeah. suburbs or, or so whatever you want to call it. For- People that don't know Hell House LLC is it's like they travel every year, like to a different spot and they put on a haunted haunted attraction. Now, Uh, did you guys have you watched all three of those? I have. I have. Yeah. This is the best out of the three. Yeah. yeah. And they're I don't know. They're all pretty good. But the the first one's definitely better. Because the the second and third one get into more of the mythos that you. Yes. Of like stuff that you don't know about in the first one because you they find this place in upstate new york and they start to renovate it for a haunted house it's an old hotel uh 
but it's really good. There's some really creepy moments, like, and I could just imagine, like, I like this is stuff I would want to do, like walk through like a haunted attraction, like yeah. when it's closed, and I feel like that's scary because you don't know what's gonna happen, you don't know what's real or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually I I love that movie, and that's one that I watch every year for Halloween. Yep, me too. It's it's very well done. All right, Bri. I've seen yeah. them. I just I haven't. I don't. I haven't. I haven't watched them like like that. I should probably mm-hmm. add that to my my list of of ones to watch every year. But that list is growing longer and longer, and then there's no room for like newer ones. <laughs> so, uh, okay, my runner up is Sleepy Hollow. Oh, good movie too. I love that movie. I love um, that one too. I, I absolutely loved that movie. I saw that in the theaters and it was I just I just thought it was just the right mix of well, I mean it was burden, so but it was just the right mix of horror and and humor and that dark humor at that. I just I absolutely loved it. Um and a great way to weave their story. So yeah. um I just yeah. So my number three is Mr. Ramos's um, runner-up <laughs> for the exact same reasons. I grew up reading those books and like being terrified less at the stories and the poems than at the pictures themselves. Yeah, it, yeah. It, was, it was always like you could read the poem and or the story, and if you didn't look at the pictures, everything. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. See, <laughs> and and if you didn't look at the pictures, it was never that bad. But as soon as you looked at that picture and then read the story, it's like mm-hmm. you had that image in your head for the rest of the story, and it just completely and they captured that really well in the movie. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did the they did the they did a really good job of bringing those pictures to life and just making them absolutely terrifying. Um, I I I just. Oh God! It just the 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 woman from the red room was just yep. That's the one I was man, thinking about. Man, that was just so good. Like oh, that 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 whole movie was so good. I'm hoping we get a sequel too. I have a feeling that's one of those movies that we won't hear that they're actually making it. We're just gonna end up seeing a trailer for it or something like that. Like when did that get made? Like I mean, like, really? Even if they do it on one of the streaming services, I'd be happy. Like I just yeah. want more of it could have turned it into a tv series oh yeah it'd be a yeah, real be cool good tv series because they yeah, made it like enough, a netflix series that would have been that, that would have been awesome mm-hmm. so yeah um so yeah that's my number three all right um so my honorable mention uh i'm gonna go with a movie called wnuf halloween special that was gonna it's, be on your list. it's a very effective it looks like it's straight. Somebody recorded it off of television and it's the basic premise of it is during like a um, like an action news type of show on Halloween night. They have one of the reporters going out to uh, explore this old house and the. Every time it goes to commercial, the commercials are actually in it and they're from the era. It's supposed to take place in like the mid eighties. Um, the commercials are like uh, for different stores that like local stores that are, you know, obviously fictional, but 
they have like sometimes it's a full commercial sometimes they're fast forwarded through so it gives you that feeling like somebody recorded it off of vhs and the story basically they get like people to come in and try to debunk the fact that this house is haunted and it just goes from there it's just really well done looks exactly like what it's supposed to be like mm-hmm. it's very very 1980 four three whatever it's supposed to be i mean it's so encapsulates that look and that feeling and i just i really liked it when i saw it a few years ago i thought that it was really well done and it's uh it's definitely on my uh short list of, of things that i really like to watch on halloween but my number three kind of similar it's called ghost watch and this was this was from 1992 the BBC actually did this. Um, it was basically their idea to do a Halloween special using all of their BBC people, like their actual reporters and stuff were in this fictionalized play for better word. Um, um, it's fantastically done. I mean, it's the people in the studio reacting to reporters who were out on the site and they're another haunted house story and there's a family living in this house and they basically keep cutting back between the studio and the people in the studio and the people out on the spot and it was aired live on the bbc and so it was so effective that people were calling into the uh studio and being like is this real or is this fake it's scaring the shit out of our kids like we need to know and it so nobody could get in touch with them because they had so many calls coming in that it was just they couldn't handle the calls. So nobody could get through to know if it was real or not. And it kind of caused mass hysteria in England at the time. Again, it's really, really well done. A really fun, scary. Uh, I guess it's about 100, 100 minutes or so. It's not it's not long, but it's really, really good. And it, before it was on Shutter, I don't know if it still is or not, but it was streaming on there. That's where I saw it a few years ago, and I, I would definitely recommend that as my number three. Wow. All right. Yeah, I mean, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it does. I, I love check. I love how they I love how you said the people were reacting to it. Yeah. Like that's... because these are the people that actually give them the real news, and they're like, right. okay, they're they're reacting to this fake thing as though it's real. So they're like, I don't know. It kind of towed the line on what was real and what was fake, and uh effectively obviously because people were in up in arms sadly it is not on shutter anymore oh it was uh and it's not even like i saw something saying that it was available on prime but it's not on there either <laughs> so it's probably yeah, gonna be one of those well, ones that's gonna, gonna be hard to find if you can but yeah yeah same thing with wnuf look into that. that's hard well, wnuf is on shutter now okay yeah check that out guys yeah that one i watched last year for the first time on your recommendation ed and i was Mm -hmm. very pleased with it it's very good like the production quality on that like they make it seem like it's one of those vhs tapes that someone recorded Um, yeah i just love the i just love the way it was just the the other one ended up basically being war of the world yeah Yeah, it was, I, it was, I just like I I'm just I love the idea of that. Just 
That shit is great. Yeah, it'd be really hard to do something like that now because of how oh, social sure. media is everywhere. Unless you get social media in on it. Yeah, um, but I that was definitely a thing of its time. Obviously, it was. Oh yeah. Right on the right on the beginning of the whole internet and all that stuff, and people were still kind of believed everything that the news people said, <laughs> which is kind of big part of it. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's get into my number two. Trick or treat. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's your number two. Yeah, no, it's not my number two. I know it's not your number two. It's my number two. That's why I didn't pick it because I knew that somebody was going to have it on the list. It is probably my favorite of all the Halloween movies, but I'll let you speak about it. Go ahead. Uh, it's an anthology film that's connected all by our little buddy Sam, who comes in and enforces the rules of Halloween. Uh, it is legitimately one of my all time favorite like Halloween horror movies in general. I love Sam, the little character that we got introduced in that. He's you saw my Facebook post. <laughs> He's awesome. Um, yeah, there's a all-star cast in this movie and all different types of roles. It's just very good. Very good Halloween-based stories. And it's fun. Some of the stuff is actually scary, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's just a good Halloween movie. And it's one that I legitimately watch every year for Halloween. I usually watch it on Halloween night. Same. Yeah. Yep. It yep. puts you right into that mood. It's, yep. it's perfect. The movie. music in this, so good. The, the score mm-hmm. is so mm-hmm. good. Um. Yeah, like it's. It's just a great movie. <laughs> I, I, mean, I actually, mm, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's, that's it. I don't, I don't know what else to say. It's just a great movie. I, I love it. I fucking love it. Yeah, it's definitely the best, and I think we're gonna hear more about it in a minute. Probably. Cool. So, what is your number two, bro? Monster Squad. Nice. That's a great movie. I haven't watched that in at least a couple of years because my copy just has a huge scratch and I keep forgetting to replace it. But I love that movie. Grew up with that movie. I like everything about that movie was just fantastic. That's one of those. I want to I want to remake, but I don't want to remake movies like I'm like, why hasn't someone tried to do this? But at the same time, like thank god no one has tried to do this like it's just it's such a good movie i it it, it was just goonies meets universal monsters it was fantastic mm-hmm. it, it 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 was just so much fun and to this day it's just i said i haven't watched it in a couple of years i did have a copy and i would watch it around the season every year um so yeah monster squad i mean if you guys haven't watched that as a kid like i said goonies meets the universal monsters there's nothing else really to say about it other than that pretty yeah. much that and is... wolfman's got nards <laughs> wolfman's Which got nards they did make a documentary about the 
the longevity of the movie and stuff called Wolfman's Got Norns. Yes. I haven't yes, yet, I have yet to see, but I do want to check that out because I love that movie. That's one we definitely watch. I just we, we just watched it like a week ago. So it but it's sometimes we end up getting a choice in the rotation somehow because we're like, oh, let's just watch Mon- Monster Squad again. So uh, we may end up watching that again. But yeah, it's it is great. It's a great movie. All right. My number two is a movie that not a lot of people probably saw. It's called Murder Party. Murder. I've heard of that. Um, Jeremy Saulnier, the guy who did Green Room and Blue Ruin, two of my absolute favorite movies of all time. And it's a horror comedy that takes place on Halloween night. And a guy who's basically a loser ends up finding a invitation to a Halloween party, not knowing that it's actually a bunch of people who plan to kill him there. And it just... He shows up and it's almost a, I think it's a silent. Uh, his his part is almost entirely silent. He may have one or two lines, but I don't think he has any. So it's all very physical comedy and his reactions to things. It's really, really, really funny. Um, and the people who are. The reason that they're doing what they're doing is so absurd and so stupid. And it's just really funny. It's gory. Um and if anybody's ever seen the other movies of Jeremy Saulnier, he is a fantastic movie maker. Uh, he's got a great eye. And this one is one that everybody should seek out. I, it used to be on Netflix. I'm not sure if it still is, but it's really, really fun. Right. Let me see if it's on Netflix, because I might watch that tonight. So let's see. If it's on there, I may try to watch it tonight as well, because I haven't seen it since last year. It is not on there. Ah, bummer. Yeah, I'm throwing out all the ones that aren't available. Shit. Yeah, you're you're just like three for three. People have to go search for stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I mean, all three of these ones that I mentioned are definitely worth seeking out. I would say, even if if you're a person who likes hard and Halloween and things that take place on Halloween, I would even go on Amazon and buy them or go to your wherever you can find them and buy them because they're they're worth it and you're going to watch them every year honestly all right with that i guess your number one halloween the og halloween 1978 i don't believe i've ever seen that movie before (laughs) (laughs) yes the og halloween that is one that i also watch every year on Mm -hmm. halloween I love that movie from beginning to end. Everything from top to bottom in that movie, I think, is great. Yep. You know, unlike Halloween Kills, which we just spoke about. Much different movies. You loved it. Yes, Halloween 1978, not 2018 either. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And I mean, even the Rob Zombie one, the first one, is not bad. But the 1978 Halloween... Yeah. That is, I think that's a classic horror movie. It's one that even people that don't like horror movies, they all watch it pretty much. So mm-hmm. I feel like that had to get some love on my list. This was a little bit of an easier list for me to make because there's specific movies I watched. As the closer I get to Halloween, that's the movies I want to watch. 
like mm-hmm. leading up to it. Um, one that didn't make my list, but I'm still gonna throw it out there because it was very close to <laughs> making my list. Yeah, I'm doing it because you did it last time, Ed. Is <laughs> <laughs> haunt. Oh, okay. You're going with Haunt, which is a great movie too. I thought you were going the other one, and that was that. That's that's the one I picked. But no. Haunt, great movie. That's a great movie. Haunt is a Shutter exclusive, and it's just like Hell House, one of those movies about a haunted house where things go wrong. But what's cool about that is everyone in that movie is wearing a mask, and there's something weird about the people with these masks on, even when they take their masks off. Yeah, and they're all wearing these really cool retro masks. Yeah, like they're really cool looking. They have awesome looking masks. Have you seen Haunt, Fry? No. I I think you'd really like it. You said it's a Shutter exclusive, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I haven't seen it. I know. Well, I didn't know. Maybe if you had Shutter on something else, though. Are you sure it's only a Shutter exclusive? Because I think I just saw it on something. Oh else. no, it's not Shutter exclusive. I think they had it like as an exclusive for a little while because I think it was on Prime too. Yeah, that's where I saw it. Prime. Yep. If you have Prime, oh, I might, okay, I might have to go on there and watch that then. Yeah, really good movie. All right, Brian, what's your number one? Mine is Trick or Treat. Um, nice. I. It's it's. See, I have a double feature with that and Cabin in the Woods every Halloween. Okay. With my daughter. I get it. And I I have to keep watching. I like, and I've been watching both of those movies back to back for God knows how long now. But Trick or Treat is everything that Tone said and then some to me. Like the fact that it's one of those, it's not just an anthology, but it's an anthology where all the stories connect Mm -hmm. at some point, whether it's actually during the story or in between the book ended story parts. Um, Or even like in the background. You see yep, the characters. Yep. I was gonna say you like the fact that you can play Where's Waldo with certain characters because they keep popping up in uh in, in in other people's stories and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just the, it just the way that it was so well crafted and it's just Jacinda went as Sam for Halloween one year. I built That's awesome. I built the head and we bought orange PJs and I sewed patches on it and. And everything, and it was one of the best. Like, and it didn't come out great, but it came out pretty good. And I was just like, and people knew who who they were. They were like, "Oh, this is a trick or treat!" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." So Sam quickly became an icon, and and is one of my favorites. So yep. like, there's uh there's some animated shorts out there. Mm-hmm. There's a comic book um that tells some extra stories too that was pretty good and like i i really like what doherty did with with what mike, mike doherty did with those i mean yeah i i just absolutely like you guys said it's like the best halloween movie like that just encompasses the spirit of the day de- of the night of the of the season of everything mm-hmm. and then like it just makes you feel like it's that it's that it's 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 like the dark version of the uh, of, of it's the great pumpkin charlie brown <laughs> like it's that one that you have to watch every year but and like and it may it just puts you in that mood but it's the dark version it's the dark side of that like yeah like yeah and they even reference that movie in it and i absolutely love that scene it's like mm-hmm. charlie brown's an asshole yeah. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> 
not nah, at, but damn. Okay. So I just <laughs> absolutely love that movie and it, it never gets old. Like I still find new stuff in there. Yeah. Love it. It's a great movie. It's, it's probably the movie. Like I said, I watch it every year on Halloween night. So that's, that's, it should be not my number one, but I knew that there would be some overlap on these lists. So I, I went away from it. I didn't know both of you were going to put it on your list, but I knew for sure you had it on your list, Bri. All right. Oh, yeah, that was it. I mean, the only other thing I could have thought of was Paranorman, and it doesn't technically take place on Halloween. So that's a great movie, too. That's a, that's I couldn't awesome use movie. it. But oh, that yeah, I that whole that thing movie. just feels like Halloween. Mm-hmm. I think Monster House also takes place on Halloween. I don't know, but that's another great one, even yeah, if it doesn't. <laughs> I love both those movies. Yeah. They're Paranorman was just actually both Monster House and Paranorman were decidedly dark. Yeah. yeah. Darker than you were expecting. Yeah. 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 You're like, oh, this cute kids movie. And it's like, oh, wait, what? Yeah, they yeah. got some they got some undercurrent. There's <laughs> a lot of dead stuff happening. Yeah. A lot of sad stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, my number one is the house is October built. I There's two of them, but the first one is amazing. Yeah, And yes. it's another one where it's a haunted attraction. They were a big thing, I guess, a couple of years ago. They still are. They made, yeah. They made a ton of them. Um, but yeah, that, that one sticks out for me. Um, follows four people who are going to, they're in an RV and they're going from haunt to haunt. Uh, on like a tour and they're trying to find the most extreme haunt they can and they find it and these people are not to be messed with and that girl with that mask that that mask oh my god that scene is the one that like creeps me out the most but it's just such it's such a good movie and the characters in this movie you sort of kind of like they're assholes and they're overstepping their bounds but you kind of you kind of pull for them you're like, yeah, you're like, and I kind of want these guys to get out of this. They're, they're assholes, but they're like relatable assholes. Yeah. And like they're, the cast they're of not always trying to hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. They're not trying to hurt people and they're not, they're not being malicious and they're not. An, well, they are at times annoying, but they're not super yeah. annoying. Um, But yeah, I just, I, I really, really like this movie and, and the, the, the decisions that they made um, with the effects and, and the design and stuff like that that they used is just awesome. I love it. This is worth watching, but the first one, fantastic. One of my favorites, and I watch it every year leading up to Halloween, so I'll be watching it this week. Believe it or not, I'm late finding out to these about these movies. I just found out about them a couple of years, like a year ago. Really? Yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely worth watching. I don't know yeah. what they're streaming on right now, but uh, I own them, so I think Prime. Let let me double check that because I know I watched the first one recently. I'm pretty sure it was on Prime though that I watched it, but yeah, those I think I watched them both for the first time last year. And I'm glad I watched them because I really liked the first one a lot. 
Yeah, first one's cool. Um, again, the second one, it's interesting and I like it. It's just not as good as the first, and it kind of does some weird shit at the end that's you know a little odd. Yeah. But the first one, definitely, definitely check it out. It is not on Prime, not for uh, free. You would have to buy it. I read so none of the ones that I have <laughs> here are able to be streamed. They're all no. just cool. You just have people <laughs> running around looking for. I, I it has to be streaming somewhere. Just look for it, guys. You'll find it. So, yeah, you'll find it. Uh, it's it is a great movie, and that doll faced girl is creepy. Anytime anyone oh, wears a doll is. mask, it's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, dolls are creepy. I mean, just just don't don't fucking don't do dolls. It's just not not worth it. What about Annabelle? <laughs> All right, and that is our uh that's our top three movies that take place on and or lead up to Halloween. Um if you guys have any suggestions or want to get in touch with us, you can always reach us at the email account which is gslwpod at gmail.com the facebook which is uh geek speak last week as in two words geek speak last week and the uh instagram which is at geek speak last week thank you guys for listening and uh we will catch you next week to talk about last week have a good one guys peace see ya